Good afternoon, Mike Haggerty here again with another edition of Health Bites um, coming from the Consiglio Wellness Center and hopefully sharing a bit of information, advice that uh, might be useful to you in your journey of health and wellness. I'm solo today. Uh, my partner, Sherry, wasn't able to get on the call, so I'm going to tackle this one by myself. Uh, we'll try to keep it short and sweet, but I would love to give you an update on something that has kind of been on my mind and on my radar here in the last several weeks. And that being what it is, uh, taking a look at what food is actually used for and how maybe we could take a um, uh, sort of an in-depth look at what food represents. And it's interesting that depending upon what level that you look at food and what it represents to us as an indiv individual and even societies, um, it does make a difference. Um, certainly, there are different layers, different levels of, of food. Uh, we look at um, food as a number one, probably as subsistence, just being able to survive. And oftentimes, that's what uh, in impoverished countries, you know, we've sent food and we've received foods um, in our country at times to help people just survive. And, and at that point, uh, almost anything from a caloric standpoint is necessary to keep people alive. There's a really good book that was written um, a while back called The China Study. And actually it took a look at the United States and us supplying foods, uh, primarily milk and dairy products to China. And at a subsistence level, it certainly provided that and it, and it kept people alive. However, there were some other issues and complications that came with that since it was sort of an unnatural food to that society. Uh, so again, at a subsistence level, that, that's big, you know, to be able to have enough food just to get by, to survive. Um, and uh, so that's one, layer, one level, I guess. Sort of the second level that comes into mind is food as it represents energy. And uh, as we break it down in that form, then we're talking about the macros, we're talking about the proteins, we're talking about the carbohydrates, we're talking about the fats and how that actually relates. And uh, certainly almost all athletes now are being schooled on, you know, what fuel sources are the best? Uh, is it carbohydrates? Uh, certainly glucose and glycogen as it's stored in the body and used as fuel, that's a big thing. And uh, and then we also talk about the ketogenic diet and what that represents and the ability of the body to actually utilize and burn fats as fuel, as a secondary fuel source. Uh, very powerful in the way of weight loss when used uh, efficiently. So certainly um, that's one, another layer of food and how it represents. And even for a normal person, how we manage our macro count can be huge in regards to longevity, and health and wellness and fitness um, in that track. But then the, the, the area that I really wanted to tap into just very quickly is another very different area, and that is food being used at a higher level for information. Uh, food also signals information in our genetics. And uh, there's a whole line of study that goes beyond just genetics, and that would be epigenetics. And that's where food is actually turning on uh, genes in the body, and it could turn on favorable genes, and it could also turn on negative genes in the body in the forms of disease and cancer, etc. So the intake of certain foods sends different messages to our genetic code, and uh, 
so we think of that. It's not. It's a little bit higher level of processing, I, I believe. Um, there's a really good book in that re in that regard uh, by Dr. Kate Shanahan. Actually, Dr. Kate Shanahan um, is a nutritional expert. She lives in California. She's a she's a doctor. Uh, she wrote a book called Deep Nutrition not too long ago, and she's had a couple other books come out recently. But uh, the the book Deep Nutrition really gets into the idea of us and how we're sending this information to our body through our food sources and how it turns on or turns off certain genes. Uh, interestingly enough, it's not just our genes, but uh, even our children's genes and our children's children's genes. So it's really important to understand that, that uh, food is serving as a messenger of information and processing that way. Um, so again, I think, uh, you know, maybe if nothing else, I would always challenge you to explore uh, different uh, information sources. Uh, like I mentioned, Dr. Kate Shanahan, uh, a very good source. Uh, she's got, again, a, a new book out called uh, uh, The Fat Burn Fix, which is also a really good book as well. But then uh, from my perspective, too, I think it's good to look at different forms of information and maybe dial into a podcast now and then. So I'm going to challenge everybody to do that. You know, pick up a book, pick up uh, your, your phone and listen to a podcast in regards to nutrition and how it actually affects the body. So keeping it short and sweet, I'm going to sign off. But um, if you've got anything that you'd like to hear from uh, the buildings, uh, any of the school districts that we represent in the consortium, please give me a shout out at my email at um, mhaggerty at bssd.net. <clears throat> love to get to uh, have a conversation in regards to anything that uh, you'd like to bring up as a topic on Health Bites. So until next time, take care, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Well, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you get a chance that you're actually listening to this uh, short little podcast. This one is actually going to be totally through an audio version um, being done on Anchor rather than YouTube. Uh, so you won't have an opportunity to look at my uh, beautiful face today, but uh, I definitely wanted to reach out to you and share just a little bit of information with you as well as um, a few things that are happening over at the CWC uh, currently and upcoming. So first off... Uh, topic sort of of the day. Uh, it's come to my attention several times this past week that um, one of the issues that people deal with when it comes to their health is just a simple process of decision making. And what I mean by that is the decision upon where are you spending your time, where are you spending your efforts, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So let me give you one example of what I am actually talking about. Where are you choosing to buy your groceries? Where are you choosing to shop? What aisles do you frequent up and down the grocery store that you do get your gro groceries from? Uh, these decisions are really critical in our overall health. Oftentimes we talk about meal preparation. We talk about you know what foods are we putting into our bodies. But from the very beginning, just the decision upon where you're actually going to shop where you're going to buy your food from. All of these are really, really important decisions. Ultimately, uh, in your health and your family's health. 
One of the things that, uh, for me, uh, I only frequent, you know, what I would consider fairly high quality grocery stores. Uh, and then I usually head straight to the health food section. I don't spend a lot of time going down the aisles where there are chips or other parts of the grocery store that um, would lead me uh, to maybe picking up some food that um, I definitely wouldn't be proud to say I was taking part in and eating at home. So just that simple thought process of like, when I go, what store am I gonna shop from? And certainly, let's say you're on the road. Um, one of the things that people often struggle with is, well, where do I eat when I'm on the road? Well, first of all, if you can't find a grocery store, I would say don't stop to eat. And uh, when it comes to the nutritional components of what you're going to find in a quick stop or a quick trip, something like that, and you're making decisions between, well, is the popcorn more healthy than the granola bar? Or is the protein bar better than uh, a protein drink? Or all these kind of decisions that really none of which are going to probably serve you well in the long run. So being aware, I guess, is sort of my, my statement today. And uh, honestly, sort of being mindful, being in the moment, knowing where you're at and making those decisions uh, that will really make a difference in your life. Whether or not it's, uh, like I mentioned, shopping for groceries, there are other components that, what am I doing for my health? Where am I spending my time? What friends are am I hanging out with? These are all very critical decisions in your overall health. Are you putting yourself in a position where uh, you're hanging out in a crowd at, um, at a bar, you know, two or three times a week? These are places that obviously probably aren't going to serve you well with your health. So these are decisions that you have to make and um, hopefully you'll make the right decisions moving forward. So that's my, my lesson for the day. Um, and I also wanted to touch base on, like I said, a couple things that are happening at the Wellness Center. We're going to up a new challenge. I will have that out in the notes um, that will be sent along with this short little podcast. Uh, Sherry, again, wanted me to, to remind everybody, if you are interested in getting a flu shot, and we aren't coming to your back door at your school or into the district at this particular time, you can always schedule an appointment at the CWC. Uh, we had several winners from our challenge, our Bingo Fitness Challenge recently, um, and I'll also put this in the notes as well, but we would love for you to reach out to us through email so that we can send you your prize. So if you finished up the last challenge of last month, please reach out to me um, through email at whatever respective email in the district that I, I work with, uh, the three districts being Grain Valley, Fort Osage, and Blue Springs. So reach out to me. I'd be happy to send you your prize. Uh, it's been um, a great week. A lot of people doing some really good things in health and wellness. We uh, also just started our classes, as you guys are probably aware. Uh, we started classes this past week at both Fort Osage and Blue Springs. Those classes um, are on Tuesdays and Thursday at Fort Osage. And then we had a class scheduled for Thursday at uh, Blue Springs for... Uh, band workout. The, the, the workouts at uh, Fort Osage were uh, yoga workouts. Unfortunately, our instructor had to quarantine this past week on Thursday, but we did have some good, good participation and a good workout on Tuesday. So we're going to keep those classes going, so stay tuned for more information on those. 
You can always check the CWC wellness calendar. Uh, please check that out and make sure you join Mind Body and then sign up for the particular class that you're most interested in. But until next week, uh, so long for now. Hope you have a great week coming up. Take care. Bye-bye. Good afternoon. I'm Mike Haggerty, and I'm coming to you from the CWC, better known as probably the Consiglio Wellness Center, and uh, just wanted to visit with you just a few minutes uh, this afternoon about something that I've been thinking a little bit about over the past couple of days, and uh, actually had a chance to have a the time to spend with just a, a few folks uh, as in a presentation here recently, and uh, we talked a lot about uh, just a simple idea of awareness, and uh, what I'm referring to is having an awareness about yourself to know where you're at in your own health, wellness, and fitness journey, period. And that that comes with some uh, some real consequences sometimes, I guess, because people uh, oftentimes don't know where they're at in their fitness journey, and so... What does it all mean? Well, at some point, I think we all have to take a personal inventory of where we're at. And uh, part of the time that means maybe seeing uh, a doctor, getting a chance to go in and find out what your, your numbers actually are. But then also taking an inventory on maybe your food and creating a journal and writing down some of the things that you're doing during the day in regards to uh, nutrition, etc. Take an inventory on your exercise. Take an inventory on your daily movement patterns to find out where you're actually at. A lot of us go through the motions th through the day and we don't really take the time to create that inventory to find out exactly what's going on. <clears throat> so in reference back to what I mentioned earlier, it is just absolutely finding an awareness of where you're at uh, and spending your hours, days, minutes. And um, that personal inventory can go a long way in deciding upon where you would like to spend your time. And uh, maybe if that internal compass is pointing you in a different direction, it's time to start making some changes. And so that's sort of the, the, the uh, quick lesson for today is in this, uh, a lot of people are just now deciding to make uh, changes in their life. And before you make any big changes, uh, find out where you're at and what really probably needs to be worked on the most. Uh, oftentimes, there are some real low-hanging fruits that we can grab and uh, run with. Uh, I'd also like to mention that uh, we've got classes at the CWC, and I don't think a lot of people are aware, but on Thursday afternoon at 3.30, uh, we have classes, or I'm sorry, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we have a bands workout, and we're really going to try to put some emphasis into that class to try to get some people started in an exercise program. It's only once a week, but it might be your opportunity to get a foot in the door. Uh, so please check us out over at the CWC. You're welcome to come in. The cost is $5 for a class. I think it would be well worth it especially if you haven't engaged in another fitness program up to this point. We're also going to start a, uh, another challenge this month. Uh, we've started one, and we're actually going to start a second one. And uh, a little bit of a surprise, we'll announce the second one on Monday. 
And uh, so that information will be going out on our Facebook page. So be paying close attention to that. The challenge that's already underway for the month of October is one where we're asking people just to pick one lifestyle habit that they would like to make an adjustment. And all we're asking you to do is sort of make a commitment on our Facebook page. Uh, So if you're not a member of the Consiglio Wellness Facebook page, please look us up and uh, make that one commitment that this month that you're going to try to make a change and uh, give us periodic updates on what's actually happening. So we're excited about those opportunities. Uh, Don't forget flu shots are available in the CWC. Uh, You do need to call and make an appointment for those, but uh, it takes very little effort to make a phone call and stop by at your convenience to get um, a flu shot for this upcoming year. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for right now. I look forward to having a chance to uh, share with some great things this weekend. I'm actually going to go down to Oklahoma. I uh, got some business to take care of down there, but I'm also going to get a bike ride in. Always trying to think ahead to where I can get a little bit of exercise, even if it's walking, uh, playing a little golf, or uh, getting a chance to ride my bike. And I look forward to that. So uh, it sounds like some really nice and warm weather coming up. Uh, We're in the fall season. This is a great time to get outside. So until next time, look forward to talking to you then. Take care. Good afternoon to all my friends at the CWC Consortium. All of our good friends in the school districts of Fort Osage, Green Valley, and Blue Springs. Uh, Just wanted to touch on a topic that uh, really... I'm kind of excited to bring to you today. I happen to be listening to a podcast with uh, Ben Greenfield. Ben is one of my go-to guys for information in health, wellness, and fitness. Uh, Sometimes Ben can be out there a little bit, but I'll tell you, he has some really exciting guests on his show. He had an individual who is a personal trainer named Sal DeFacitano, and he is an excellent guest. He's been on the show a couple of times, but... uh, just in the last couple of days, he made a comment um, on Ben's show that I wanted to share with you. And I'm certainly paraphrasing this, but essentially what he was saying was that working out, um, the motivation to work out can be a very slippery slope. Uh, One of the most dangerous things about motivation to work out is that it can be uh, one of those things where you're actually punishing your, your body uh, for what you perceive as misbehavior. Uh, I'm losing weight because I, I need to get ready for uh, a, um, a, a reunion or I'm, I'm uh, working out because I, I didn't eat well last night. Sort of, again, as a punishment, uh, different than what we would consider to be a reward. And, and he indicated that it is likely that all workouts, uh, even though well-intended, uh, over a period of time, if the motivation is not in the right place, it's doomed to fail. And uh, I, I really agree with that. Uh, regardless of whether you work out for a month, a year, two years, three years, It always seems that there comes that point where if you are working out simply because you are punishing yourself for what you perceive to be misbehavior, then again, you are doomed uh, in your workout efforts. 
Rather than that, uh, the ones that seem to stick, people that are able to stay with workout programs throughout their lifetime are those individuals that, number one, find enjoyment in what they do, and number two, they're actually treating it as a reward or an opportunity to get that workout in during that particular day, not as a punishment. And, uh, you know, just by flipping the context uh, of your motivation is absolutely huge. And I, again, can't agree more with uh, Sal DiFestano. So uh, I would challenge you that in, in your uh, efforts to find a workout program, number one, that you find something that you enjoy and uh, that something that you can maybe progress with. It doesn't have to be that you're working out five or six times a week, but you are finding something that you, you do enjoy. Uh, whether it's a bike ride or whether it's uh, in the weight room. Uh, It could be any type of workout, but you have to first find enjoyment with it. And I also believe that it's really important to start with baby steps and believe that, you know, it's always nice to be wanting to come back to do more as opposed to taking yourself to total exhaustion. If you are training for a specific sport activity, that's a little bit different. But most of us aren't in those games anymore. Most of us are training for longevity. We're training for health um, and for other reasons. So that makes a big difference as well. So with all that said, um, I'll just again leave you with this. Train number one with motivation to enjoy it. Find something that you can do progressively over time. And uh, those factors will lead up to those Uh, sustained workouts over years and years and years. And it also doesn't mean that you have to stick with the exact same workout. I have a variety of things that I enjoy doing. Uh, Certainly cycling is one of those. I enjoy getting out on my bike, but again, limited by the weather. Uh, So when it comes to the fall and winter, I usually have to shift gears. I do find enjoyment being on a spin bike because at that opportunity, I can also listen to uh, podcasts. I can watch TED Talks, there's a lot of things that I can do while I'm putting effort into those particular workouts, and I do find those rewarding and fun. I also enjoy lifting weights, uh, much more for, uh, less for aesthetics, but I also know that uh, maintaining muscle mass also, it, it, it helps us in regards to keeping our metabolic rates up. And so those are uh, certainly benefits that um, we can see as we get older and older. So lots going on at the CWC. I wanted to mention uh, we're in the process of putting together what I refer to as our fitness assessment team. And we plan to come into the individual buildings at the different schools and actually provide some fitness assessments. We'll talk a lot more about that. We're in the development stages. But uh, uh, ironically, fitness assessment team, uh, those letters represent F-A-T or fat. And so let our fat come visit you. We're excited about that opportunity. I'm going to be reaching out to our building champions here soon to get some feedback um, and get us some help in getting into the individual buildings in the three districts so that we can uh, get in and, and provide some interesting data so that you can make Uh, positive changes in in your particular uh, area of concern. That might be uh, maybe cardiovascular endurance. It might be uh, you might want to engage in some weight loss. There could be a multitude of areas that you want to attack after you receive the information. So I will be forward to the opportunity.
in the next few weeks. So we'll stay in touch. Until then, we'll talk later. Have a good day.